hi, and welcome back to C. Myers Live. My name is Brian McHenry, and I'm a principal with C. Myers Corporation. And today we're going to focus on mindset and behaviors. Lots of questions around what the longer-term impacts of the pandemic will be, what the economic impacts, the financial impacts, and the strategic impacts will be. And helping understand the change in mindset and behaviors for consumers and members and employees can be one of the ways in which decision makers can get a better idea, again, of what that longer-term impact might look like. And so what we did to help gain some understanding and clarity here is we sent a survey to a number of credit union CEOs across the country, and they asked their employees to take this survey. And in the end, we ended up with about 2,900 responses. And demographically, the 2,900 responses were fairly diverse in terms of age. We have less than 20 all the way to people well into their 60s and beyond. We have folks that live in urban, suburban, and rural areas. And also their living situations, there's multifamily homes and single family homes. And in this survey, what we did is we asked them to talk about how their mindset and behaviors might be different going into the future compared to pre-COVID levels. In fact, the specific question that we asked is, in 12 months from now, how do you believe your behaviors and or mindset will be different compared to pre-COVID-19 levels in the following areas? And then we asked in 13 different areas how that change might look. Now those areas, I won't go through all of them here, but they do cover a range from attendance at social gatherings and large events, willingness to dine at restaurants, be in retail locations and so on, uh, travel. They also cover from a job perspective, desire to work remotely, confidence in their current career path, as well as some of their, we'll call them spending and borrowing habits, their personal savings targets, use of cash and willingness to borrow. So again, covering a number of different areas. And there's a wealth of information and takeaways that came out of the survey results here. And what we're going to do today is we're really just going to scratch the surface and focus on one particular area, and that is the desire to work remotely. Out of all the 13 areas that we asked about, this one had the single biggest change out of any of the other areas. In fact, 67% of the participants said they had an increased desire to work remotely compared to pre-COVID-19 levels. And this wasn't just isolated to one particular age group, to the younger age groups. In fact, the older demographics, the older age groups also showed an increased desire to work remotely. Now, there are a number of takeaways that you can have from just this one result. And of course, there are a number of questions and implications that this increased desire to work remotely has on companies and financial institutions. Let's start with culture. Culture is a big focus for places right now as they are trying to figure out their distributed workforce and working remote policies or telecommuting policies. And so a question here would be thinking about if our culture is built on face-to-face -face interactions with employees and when helping our members, how do we keep that going in a virtual world? Again, if we're really set up and structured our processes, the way we've built our offices and our spaces are around that human and face-to-face -face interaction, and we want to make sure that our culture is maintained and continued going into the future, 
in this virtual working environment, then we really need to step back and think about how we're going to do that in that virtual world. And places that are able to figure this out, this can be a real competitive advantage for them from both an interacting and a member service perspective and a member engagement perspective, but also from a talent perspective. This builds into another question that came out of this, which is if your credit union is big on coaching and professional development, then what do you need to do in order to make sure that you can continue to do that in a virtual world? If you're focused on helping people move along on their career paths and career advancement, or just getting better at what they're doing every single day, and you're not able to necessarily have eyes on site, then how do you continue to push that forward in this virtual world? Which, as I mentioned, can help from a talent retention perspective. And this talent retention question, there's really two sides of this question here. First is, how does working remotely both support and challenge our ability to retain talent. I know I said first, that's really both sides is the support and the challenge on the ability to retain talent. If you're able to work remotely, that can be seen as an employee benefit. And again, if you can do it well from a cultural perspective, it creates that competitive advantage and you can get people tied in, right? That's the big thing is how do we keep people tied in and feeling connected? And so that might allow you to retain some of your talent and even from a talent acquisition perspective, be able to bring new talent in, which is in and of itself also another question. How do you onboard new talent and get them culturally integrated and tied into your organization such that they get up to speed very quickly and they're also continuing to help you move your business forward? The other side is that challenge. How does this create a challenge to retain that talent? If you're not necessarily getting people tied in and now it's easier for them to leave and work remotely somewhere else, it could also create challenges around retaining the talent, particularly that key talent that you want to keep on board. Along these lines then is, how do you need to change your approach to succession planning? So there's talent retention, talent acquisition, and then maybe not more broadly, but also connected with this is when you think about your succession plans, what's the virtual working environment or the distributed workforce? How does that impact your succession plans, the way you would approach it, the choices that you would have to make all along the way? And continuing along this vein of professional development and talent retention acquisition is how do you have tough conversations, right? How do you have tough conversations when you don't necessarily have the opportunity to see somebody or have that face-to-face -face interaction? And you can't necessarily call somebody in for an in-person meeting every time you wanna have that tough conversation. That can actually create issues on the other side. It might actually cause people to be worried when they hear they have to come into the office. So those are just a couple of the questions coming out of this one result from the survey. And I want to tie this whole thing together by saying a lot of conversation is being had right now around the member and how do we be focused and stay focused on connecting with the member, which is important in this digital environment and is important in this environment where there's less face-to-face -face and in-person interaction. And the emphasis is equally, if not more important for your team members. 
they're the ones that are going to make sure that you're helping deliver on your value proposition going forward. And so think back to all those questions about how do you maintain your culture and move it forward? How do you coach people and move them forward in their professional development? How do you help make sure that they have career advancement opportunities and the chance to jump in on something when you may not be able to see them and they may not be able to see the opportunities for them to really display their talents going forward? Tough conversations, talent retention, all of this is really connected into that idea again of being focused on connecting to your members is important. And don't forget just how important, if not more important it is for your team members and your employees along the way. So this just scratches the surface of one of the many takeaways. We'll be talking more about survey results going forward. If you are interested in seeing the results for yourself, they are available on our website. So please feel free to go there. Also, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. We would love to chat with you and hear what you're thinking and see if there's anything we can do to help. Thanks.